This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Chan. I love wrestling. I'm Stephen, and I hate wrestling. You should love wrestling is a show where we try to convince Stephen that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of love for me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Hey guys, whenever you shop on Amazon, you could support our show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling and then click that little blue support our artist button. Shop on Amazon like you normally would. You like get a little kickback. Like you normally would. Guys, whatever you need. Do you need um, paper you towels? Need, you need pillows? You need pillows? Ooh. Yeah. Do you need batteries? Do you need dog food? Yeah, do, do you, you need, need uh, live lobsters? Do you need, need uh, pictures of Stephen Colbert? Do you, you need, need pictures uh, of Stephen Colbert? You need, uh, you need a hat? <laughs> are, you just, are you looking just around mayonnaise? and just seeing things with whatever's on my wall? And you're like, yeah, uh, Nobody's listening to me. I just want mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Not uh, listening. Nick, you can get uh, mayonnaise on Amazon.com. Buy okay. it in bulk and uh, give us a little kickback. Save the show. Thank you. Yeah. Now, if you're on the West Coast, you can get it as Best Foods. If you're on the East Coast, you can get it as Hellman's. Uh, or is the, are these mayonnaise brands? Yeah, that's the same company. I've never they're like heard a, they're like of a either. Carl's Jr. Hardee's. You didn't know that? Best Mm-mm. Foods on the East Coast is called Hellman's Mayonnaise. Wow. You ever wow. saw a commercial for Hellman's Mayonnaise? F- like a few people, like a few friends of the show, a few guests, and a few of our fans have reached out to me that like they have used the Amazon link and they've found it very helpful and we find the money very helpful. <laughs> yeah. You're going to say previous <laughs> guests have reached out and they are... Big fans of mayonnaise. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to move things along. Okay, all right. You know what I actually just discovered enough. real quick? I'll share. If you if you Miracle like whip? if you like our show and you want to actually support it, you can click that support our art- artist button and then drag it to your bookmarks bar, and then that can be like your Amazon link. It makes it a bookmark, and you just every time you go to Amazon, oh. hit that. Just keep on donating and like supporting the no show idea. that way. Yeah. I didn't oh. know either. You you run a show, uh, Chan. You run now like three shows. Yep. Uh, you can do that with any of them and be kicking back to yourself like all the time. Every time you shop on Can Amazon. I be honest Who with knew? you? I don't think I've ever clicked the support our artist button. I know you haven't. <laughs> I'm going to go do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> literally be, right now. That is a constant problem that we have. We always, like, uh, uh, we always say, you should, we tell other people that they should click on that link. And they're like, so when's the last time you clicked on that link to buy something from Amazon? I'm like, Never. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Wait, <there's a> link. <laughs> Totally forgot. So shortcuts, guys. Okay, guess shortcuts. What? Here I go. Uh, you did a weird click. Oh. oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Look at that. Boom. Uh, great. Yeah. So with that out of the wow. way, we're our, rich. Our guest today is a writer for Yahoo TV and co-host of the Science Jerks podcast, as well as knowing us half the podcast, the G.I. Joe podcast. Mm-hmm. And coming up pretty soon, he's got a Doctor Who themed podcast that I'm really excited about. All of those are on Boardwalk Audio, I think. That's true. Um, that's true. That's right. Welcome to the studio, Robert Chan. Hi. Welcome, hey. sir. Thank Thanks you for, for having coming. me. You uh, should love it. wrestling YSLW pros own. Referee yeah. Robert Chan. <laughs> Chan, right. Chan, 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 Chan. There's a Chan, Chan. There's a Chan, Chan. The Chan, Chan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, yeah, so you've got three different podcasts. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, briefly tell us about all of them. Uh, Go. Uh, <laughs> the Science Tricks Podcast is a podcast we've been doing for nigh on five years now. Incredible. Um, Have all three of us the... been on that show? Before? Yeah. Yeah, I've been on it. Yeah, pretty sure. Fun. Yeah. I like that show. Yeah, it's a good show. I was. Yes, I is. went on and I was like, I mean, I don't know what this is. That's fine. I can't wait. And I was like, this is good. This is like real good. This is fun. And I'm yeah, a, you guys I'm got it down now. to a biology. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to do a misdirect there. Thank you. Fun. <laughs> Thank you. Fun. Yeah, science jerks. Uh, yeah, it's just a podcast about science. It, it, it's kind of like the show. The it's about 
being passionate about science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're honestly not that great at science, but goddamn it, <laughs> we love it. So uh, we talk about it, about the things that uh, excite us about science, like new things that happen in science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing us half the podcast is a podcast where um, uh, a friend of mine, Ray Stacanis, was just like, I oh, man, I love the G.I. Joe podcast, or G.I. Joe cartoon. We should do something with that. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I've got it. I've got it. Microphones. Let's do this. Uh. <laughs> Watch them. And uh, we got Gina Ippolito there, and she uh, she's a great uh, influence on that's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, beings. <laughs> she straightens you out. <laughs> Always does. Yeah, she'll straighten you out. That's true. Uh, and then uh, we're doing yeah the the regenerates a uh, Doctor Who podcast with uh, Riley Silverman, mm-hmm. uh, in Los Angeles uh, because the new season season ten starting soon. So uh, we're doing these starter kit episodes where uh, like every every fan of Doctor Who has this uh, has an episode that they give to their friends to try and convert them to Doctor Who. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going through uh, like uh, uh, the uh, new Doctors and like giving those uh, one of those episodes to someone who's never watched Doctor Who and see if we can convert them uh, much like this show right Who, here. Who's cool. the doctor this year? Is it a Disney star? Are they doing stunt casting now? Uh, <laughs> there's a new doctor <laughs> coming. This is the last year for uh, um, for the 12th doctor. What's his and name? Capaldi? Peter Capaldi. It's fantastic. I've Absolutely. never watched the show. I don't, I, I'm not uh, particularly I'm interested in it. I'm impressed that you know it. that without ever watching I the pay, show. Well, I pay attention to a lot of dumb facts. You yeah, know that. I mean, despite do. not knowing things or watching stuff or mm. being involved, I still like to like know the information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird contradiction. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm full of contradictions. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, that should be up and running. So definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys like podcasts, those are some more. Boardwalk Audio is a <laughs> damn good place to host your podcast. Who knew? And, um, Who we'll, knew? Uh, we'll, we'll get into it uh, into it a little bit more in a second, mm-hmm. but um, the, you, when we came to you to be on this show, what you wanted to cover was specifically shoot interviews mm-hmm. yeah. and shoot interviews. Um, I'll, I'll mention it more on the, on the sheet in a sec, but uh, it's basically like when wrestlers out of character just complain about and like air all their dirty laundry. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I guess what originally got you into shoot interviews and what do you like about shoot interviews? And, 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 and? your background with wrestling in general, maybe yeah. three questions. What got you into wrestling? <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the first, the first thing that got me into wrestling was, uh, uh, was Jim Cornette's shoot interview. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Peter Capaldi's shoot interviews. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, shooting on Armando Iannucci. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Boom. Uh, <laughs> hey, Veep's coming cut. back. Couple Deep weeks. Ooh. Veep's coming back, yeah. baby. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, Randy Macho Man Savage crushing the larynx of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, tight. Yep. Um, yeah, wow. That's, the, yeah, for, that's, I don't, that's the first thing that I remember seeing and just being like, oh my God, what is happening? And I, I just, uh, I was completely invested because obviously, Rick of the Dragon Steamboat is the only Asian that doesn't wear, isn't like a faceless ninja. Uh, <laughs> Correct. Fair. So, sure. I, and, and of course, even he's Hawaiian. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Yokozuna is Samoan. Like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Or, or as you, you thought his name was. Ricky the Steamboat. Ricky the Steamboat. <laughs> which, yeah, and Steve thought he was called Ricky the Steamboat. I, well, I, He's the, a Thomas the Tank Engine character. It got mentioned so many times, and I just, you know, it starts to fade together. I was like, yeah. all right, so there's Ricky the Steamboat, and that, that honestly doesn't sound that outlandish for but a wrestler. Like for me. No. I mean, there's a wrestler named Gorilla Monsoon. Sure. So well, there's right, a wrestler exactly. named Tugboat. Yeah. There is Tugboat. Like, yeah. It's which, not crazy. Which, kooky enough, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's real name is more crazier, which is Dick Blood. <laughs> That's his real name. No yeah. fucking Dick Richard shit. Blood is his name. Dick yep. Blood. That's yep. Dick Blood. Insanity. Yep. That's my favorite uh, thing about uh, Agents of Shield. Is the character <laughs> Nick Hunter is played by a, a guy named uh, um, 
shit, what's this? Something Blood. Uh, yeah, it's like Nick Blood. Uh, uh-huh. Lance Hunter, cool. Nick Blood. Dude's name is Nick Blood. Why don't you just call him Nick Blood? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a fucking sweet yeah. name. You're getting less say, cool. Nick Hunter is kind of like one of those, uh, one of those Mike Hunt type yeah. of names almost. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Nick it's Hunter. Very, it's, it's real close. close. It's very close. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I also like to, I like to imagine anytime that uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat gets uh, booked on something like, hey, you know what, you know what I got this week? I got Dick Blood. <laughs> Got a lot of got dick blood coming in hot dick and heavy. He's got yeah, all sort of got dick blood all over this show. Yeah, yeah dick blood. Got dick dick blood's gonna be up and down the card. You wait, you just fucking wait. Uh, okay. Emphasis is key here. So, uh, yeah. what, what originally got you into shoot interviews? Uh, into it, uh, into wrestling in the eighties. Fell out of it throughout the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, came back through the Attitude Era. Uh, but as an adult watching this show, that. Um, you know, ostensibly for children, although it was becoming a thing for adults. Yeah. There was, uh, um, yeah, it was, I was just, I just, because I was on the internet, I started uh, uh, apprehending wrestling through the prism of the internet okay. and led led down the road to, you know, bulletin boards and uh, an extended run uh, in several E-Feds. Neat. <laughs> I, yeah, That's I amazing. That was uh, a, a wrestling, uh, a professional wrestler. It was fantastic. What was your EFED gimmick? Um, it was, uh, um, oh, damn it. What was his name? It was the Cardinal. Uh, his logo was uh, the bird. Huh. And then he had a whole bunch of, uh, um, uh, he had he had like a stable of like underlings who all, all had uh, pun bird pun names. Huh. And then oh, okay. he, uh, uh. he changed his gimmick to King Prawn. And all of his guys uh, turned over to uh, fish puns. Oh, so he just like found a fish costume chest, and he was just like, "I oh, is weird." Yep. Cool. But it, yeah, it was it was basically me, like like trying to come up with as many um, yeah uh, fish based puns as possible, and I was having so much fun doing that. I thought you were going to say like the church cardinal. He was like an ecclesiastical character. No, no, he did wear uh, he did wear a uh, a mitre and uh, <laughs> cardinal's robes. Did you That's do you amazing. have a picture of him, or did you have somebody sketch him? No, but that's where I learned how to use Photoshop uh, mm. and then made logos and, you know, learned how to use all you the definitely, effects. You definitely send us those logos if you yeah. can. <laughs> we will absolutely oh my share God, it. I'd love to see those. Find them. We need them. Yeah. Yeah. Hard, no. start, start doing the research. This matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never really got into eFeds, but I always appreciated them. It's just eFeds. It, it's like I Dungeons and Dragons, really but know. for wrestling. Kind it's, of. Yeah. yeah. You, you oh, okay. Wrote, yeah. You write promos. And then uh, there's uh, like once a month or once a week, there is a a show that somebody then uh, writes up like a match, uh-huh. they, you know, like a transcribe a match. And then this happens and this happens. And oh, my God, he one, two, three. And then, you know, during the week, uh, you write more promos and whoever is the head of the federation judges, which is who has the better promos. And that's how you determine who wins. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's purely a creative writing. Experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't. um I'm not going to say that that's a huge waste of time, but but, uh, but it is such a interesting use of time. <laughs> okay, so Stephen wasn't so much into e-feds as he was here k-feds. There it is. And now, if you wouldn't mind, Stephen, I'd like to cut to a very Christ. quick clip I don't of, know. of Kevin Federline's banger. Pope that's right, folks. Out. I'm talking about the Brazilian ass shaker. This is... We have to go back to wrestling after this. Popo Zao. In Portuguese, it means bring your ass on the floor and move fast. I want to see a kitty and a little bit of titty. Want to 
where I go when I'm in your city. That was that's that was so forced. It, it was, physically uh, hurt. Me. Yeah, did it hurt you? It does, yeah, I was physically awful. feel we pain. To, we have to just power through and go on to wrestling. We have to right, pretend. But anyway, that didn't uh, but I was I was Thank gonna you. say. So Stephen, uh, okay, you know you like writing exercises. <laughs> okay, would you be interested in either joining an EFED or starting an EFED? Oh. We have to. We couldn't even maintain a wrestling federation for three <laughs> matches. That was that was like once a month. I don't know about hey, we joining had four shows. an EFED. We had, we had four wrestle three. Sh- three uh, wrestle shows. If you want us to do an EFED that Stephen's in charge of, <laughs> tweet at us uh, at YSLW Podcast hashtag EFED. I can't, there's very few things I can imagine having less time to do in my life. Like, but if, I'd be more interested in practicing genital mutilation on myself than to point. judge people's promos. Yes, that, that is true. Guys, if you want, if you want Stephen to do that, hashtag us at YSLW Genital Mutilation. <laughs> I see, get that see what happens. But Steven didn't say no. <laughs> no he maybe he'll be. In, maybe he'll start an EFED. Maybe the maybe. Cardinal could do a run in on uh, <laughs> on the YSLW Pro EFED. Yeah, yeah. Or if nothing, just hashtag us uh, with hashtag Popozow. Uh, don't. <laughs> Please do. Um, okay. Okay, now so let's to get wrestling. to it. So today, Robert wanted to talk to Stephen about shoot interviews. Shoot yes. interviews are interviews where wrestlers, managers, and wrestling personalities talk openly, out of character, about the business of wrestling. It combines two things wrestlers love, talking shit and putting themselves over, and they're really great. Shoot interviews aren't sanctioned by the WWE, and they can usually run several hours long. I think the Ric Flair shoot interview was eight hours long. <laughs> oh, so man. in the interest what? of time, we showed Stephen the YouTube video, WWE wrestlers bury and shoot on Vince McMahon for an hour which is a collection of shoot interview clips from wrestlers talking about WWE owner Vince McMahon. That's right. So uh, what was the first shoot interview you ever saw? Mm. Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like it must... I'm, it was probably... Um, Raven, I want to say. Okay. I'm trying yeah, to think yeah. of, like, those, in those early days, like, Raven was one of the uh, people who... Because once, once you sort of... He did, like, wrestling school or something, right? Yeah, or no, it was like RF shoot videos. Yeah, they would. A lot of them came from ECW because yeah. they were a little bit more lax. Yeah, and um, and there's and some big popular ones out there. Like there's a New Jack shoot that's real popular. Oh, Jim geez. Cornette. There's a yeah. crazy Ultimate Warrior one. There's a lot of big popular shoot videos out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, the uh, pe- people want to hear stories. Actually, mostly about WWE. So uh, a lot of the wrestlers in ECW had come from WWE or WCW. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because uh, um, uh, Paul Heyman didn't really care, and it, it helped. It helped ECW yeah. because uh, to uh, uh, gain more prominence. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they did a lot of those. Uh, Raven was a guy who had been in the business for a long time and had a lot of opinions. Oh yeah, um, which originally brought in like as a writer. And then, but right. he wanted to be a wrestler. So. Yeah, he was a writer. And then he became like Johnny Polo, who was like more of a valet kind of guy. Yeah. 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 And then he was like, I, I want to wrestle. So he did. And then Vince was like, no, go away. <laughs> uh. um, and then, yeah, like a lot, a lot of those wrestlers were that happened to in WWE or WCW ended up in ECW where they could then do their thing and create their thing and then become even bigger than, you know, they were. And air their grievances because shoot style became part of sort of a lot of the promo style in ECW anyway, because they yeah. Give a flying fuck. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. like Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to shoot, all, or no, st- stunning Steve Austin's going right. to shoot all over Eric Bischoff. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want to see that, Stephen? Want to yeah, see that shoot? Yeah. God. Uh, I already he, had too many winks a few episodes ago. <laughs> I don't know about this. Uh, <laughs> uh, ECW kind of was about deconstructing 
professional wrestling. It was right. the first. Uh, Vince McMahon had been forced to admit in court that uh, wrestling wasn't real just a few years earlier. Yeah, steroid like, the steroid scandal, yeah. right? Yeah. So at that point, like, well, what are you going to do? Let's let's take that and and do something with it. Yeah. And then you have people shades who, who, of reality. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then you always have to remember uh, if it's on TV, it's a work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because as soon as we figured out, like, OK, uh, we'll just inject a little bit of truth into it. Then you can make everything else up. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. And that's what's called a, like a worked shoot where yeah. it's like mm -hmm. when something is like it's a shoot, but it's it's like a it's a work, but it's designed to look like a shoot. Mm. Or something like like Chan was saying, something that like starts with sort of a kernel of reality, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we mentioned yeah. the uh, the Matt Hardy uh, Edge feud to you a little bit ago, where it's sure. like that started as like Lita kind, cheating yeah. on uh, Matt Hardy with Edge IRL, and like right. in real life, and Matt Hardy was really released for it because he like shot on his blog about it. Stephen can't get away with shooting on blog. I mean, shot on a piece of let's, paper. Let's be real, Edge was shooting the most, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, zing. But live sex on TV. But then, like, but then it became sort of like a thing that the fans really wanted to see. So like they kind of shot themselves into a work where they brought in Matt Hardy. Yeah. And it's like like shooting some shooting yourself into a work. I worked myself into a shoot. So dude, really it, never you worked work. yourself into a shoot, shot brother. Into <laughs> He's working himself into a shoot again, brother. <laughs> uh wrestling's fucking dumb guys. Jesus Christ, this is uh, so stupid. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so speaking of this, so the first clip that we in this compilation, it was uh Brett the Hitman Hart. Talking about like in on some podcasts years no, ago. On, on Howard Stern. Stern. Oh, on Howard yeah, Stern. this was yeah. yeah he was doing a shoot where he's talking about how like he thinks that Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon might have been in a homosexual relationship. <laughs> yeah, here's you know so, I don't I don't I don't want to like you know say anything, but I'm pretty sure they're doing some kind of like homosexual gay stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's like shut, dude. Come on. This Brett. is once again early 2000s, probably late Come 90s. On. Yeah, it's a different time. A different so, time. Just a some, few years ago. Some old school wrestlers don't quite grasp the concept of work shoot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they're just uh, like, oh, yeah. Or gay, gay people. <laughs> also that. Or gay yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's definitely true. no gay people in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was interesting. So this was the first clip in this compilation of an hour, probably a dozen or so uh, shoots. Uh, and I was like, okay. This is weird that I, I'm one, I'm listening to like some weird baseless accusation that Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels are gay. <laughs> but then what I what what I found most interesting about it is like Howard Stern is the voice of reason. Like these are unsubstantiated claims. Like he's in there going, like, you can't just oh, say mm -hmm. this. I'm like, Howard no. Stern is the the voice of moderation. No. Like, what mean, world are we in? That's I can't wait for this roller coaster ride. That's what's great about shooter reviews is wrestlers are fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so basically well, just giving Ric Flair a live mic for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing is, you know, homoeroticism also isn't like a thing that's like, it's obvious that it's in wrestling. It's a part of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's also interesting because, yeah, I think that there people have brought up certain things where it's like, you know, Vince McMahon likes his big guys. You know, I don't oh, think that there's yeah. anything that we're not saying, but it's just the way that Brett says it with the intonation. It's <laughs> like, well, you know what? I'm pretty sure these guys are fucking gay together. It's like, dude, you're coming on real hard. Yeah. There's a level <laughs> like, of like, tell us, tell us how you really think. Brett yeah, Hart. right. Right. Uh, tell us what you're. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. A little heavy. It's a little Heavy. So this one, this one started it off with a definitely a weird note, but um, yep. you know whatever. I think this isn't really the core of how these continue. Yeah. So I, but there was a part of me that was like, I can't wait 
to hear like I, I was like there's no way they started with the craziest one and they did <laughs> they really did uh, and i was like i can't wait to hear what comes up next like is this gonna be you know conspiracy theory vince mcmahon cause 9-11 coming up next because uh. if so like this, this is gonna be a fun hour but i will say it right now right here I think that's man caused 9 11. Well, that's true. Definitely, that's true. Yeah. definitely a big part. Definitely yeah, it tracks. <laughs> you want to see me? You want to see me melt steel beams? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, the Kiss My Ass Club. They felt <laughs> Building 7. I'll tell you what knocked over the buildings these grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the, this kind of bullshit is the reason why we picked this video specifically for Steven. Yeah. Because you're you're at least aware of... We could have done a bajillion shoots, but we picked this because you're at least aware of Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon and yeah. who he is. And you probably have the best grasp on what he gets and what he doesn't get. Yeah, like an old Nick, man does, and, Nick does the impression enough that you're... That you I'm get, sure. you know, yeah. he's, he's an older, clueless man, and that's what I like to play on. Yeah. That's what, what people talk about. And also, the most. you know, if you got, like, you know, fan fiction about Vince McMahon causing 9-11, and you want to, like, incorporate it into your EFED character, yeah, oh, you know, yeah. feel free. Hashtag, yeah. you know, tweet at us, tweet at us uh, at SLW Podcast. Hashtag EFED with a picture of Vince McMahon knocking down the two towers. Yeah, with his large <laughs> grapefruits. Hashtag Puppets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any Vince McMahon nine eleven uh, like causing theories will be oh very very shared on us. We'll read. We'll do a whole episode on that. Oh yeah, I yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait. Um, and then next came up was uh, CM Punk. Right? Oh, CM yeah. Punk was on talking Cole Cabana's about podcast. Oh, this was, was a popular. Shoot yeah. episode that he did with Cole Cabana, very popular episode. Of yeah, uh, yeah. CM Punk he left WWE in um, I think it was like 2014, right? Maybe 2015. Yeah, yeah. 2014. Yeah. 14. In right? January of 2014, he quit immediately after the Royal Rumble. He walked out because of like you know health issues. He said that he had like a staph infection. The WWE doctors were like, yeah, that's not a staph infection. <laughs> and, put a uh, Z pack on it. Yeah, put a Z pack on it. And so he waited about a year without really saying anything about it. And then he went on his good friend Colt Cabana's podcast and recorded two one-hour episodes where he just opened up and like, here's why I walked out, here's why I quit, here's yeah. how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And this is a clip from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, th this one was like, I felt I, I felt this a little bit about the pipe bomb that was like so cool that everybody loves about oh, wrestling. Oh, don't be <laughs> shitty. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, you know what? It was, it was so whiny. I felt like that was so whiny. And this whole thing is like very whiny. It's like, the pipe bomb, oh, by the way, my... is a work shoot. Yeah. 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 Uh, a whiny work shoot. I agree. <laughs> he's sitting there. He's just sitting there. He's like, I didn't get to do the main event. I got to do one of the matches at WrestleMania, but not the other. It's like, dude, just who fucking cares? You you have your. He deserved it, though. You're yeah. But he's at he's at yeah. the, he's not he's not like at the bottom of the card. He's not buried, right? He's in the no, fucking WrestleMania. He's like, one of the top several but matches like, but of it. So like, but there's a difference between one of and the. And so what? Yeah, and the money makes a difference too. Like uh, yeah. like at the core of wrestling is, is uh sort of hierarchy based on money how much money do you draw yeah that yep that determines how big a star you are how much respect you deserve yeah or have earned and he felt legitimately that he had earned that top spot and they put it you know he's like what like fifth or sixth down on the card yeah yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just i don't i anybody who a lot of people feel like they've earned a mm. lot more than they have and i feel like that a lot of people feel that way. And I feel like in wrestling, I hear that more and more. It's like, I want to prove I'm the best. And like, you can't all be the best. But, see, Some of you just have to go like, fine, prove that you're the best and shut the fuck up and do the work and do not the main event and keep going. Like I'm you. There's no way that you tell me if he just does it for, you know, five years being undeniable or whatever. It may feel like I was undeniable for the first year, but it's like they're not going to ignore you forever. But at this point, he'd mm -hmm. been undeniable for 
15 years yeah yeah like mm. and this was his this was his peak this was in terms of popularity this yeah. is like this is like you if you would have he wouldn't have been in that position the following year just because like the the storylines and everything and like everything built up to making sense that he was in the main event of wrestlemania that year yeah and it was to the point it. where like he wrestled uh john cena a couple of weeks beforehand mm-hmm. john cena was in the main event that year wrestling against the rock yeah and it was cena versus the rock and basically what people were trying to push for is like it's sort of like they booked Cena versus The Rock a year in advance, not really having an idea what was going to happen in the, in the transpiring time. Mm. CM Punk did his pipe bomb in the transpiring time, which, as you know, talking to a lot of people that have been on this podcast, is what got a lot of people into wrestling. Sure. Right. And uh, or a lot of people back into wrestling. So, and not like, to mention, this was also this was also Cena Rock 2. Yeah. So like, it's they like, had already done their big once-in-a-lifetime match the year before. So yeah. Punk was like third to last in the card because it was Punk versus The Undertaker. Yeah. Then it was Triple H versus Brock Lesnar, which he's probably already mad about that. <laughs> yeah. Then it's Cena and Rock 2 who already got there once in a lifetime the year before when that match was in and of itself. Yeah. It's promoted a year beforehand for that. It, it's yeah. sort of like everything was... Uh all of the matches above him had been kind of dog-eared uh, like a year in advance. So it's yeah. sort of like no matter what he did, yep. there's yeah, no way matter. that he could have made it past that point. Yeah. And like that, I think, is bullshit because like he was sort of the he's he was the guy that you should have put into that. Yeah, position. he totally was. That sounds whiny. But, and then right, you Steven. add on to that things like injuries. Uh, Vince, if you take time off, Vince is like. Good, you're done. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, all the all the work you could have done, you'll just get not com- back to square one. Uh, they'll help. You know, the doctors will just say, yeah, you're fine. Keep wrestling. Keep wrestling until right. you're destroyed. Uh, you know, you have you have wrestlers dying in their uh, late 30s, early 40s. And that's why, because if they stop for a second, they're yeah. done. So mm-hmm. if you're doing that on top of, you know, like, I feel like I should be here. Yeah. And somebody is telling me no, because, well, you know, this guy is the cousin of The Rock. So we definitely have to push him, even though he's not that great. He doesn't sell a lot of merch. Half the audience doesn't like him. Right. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Still think he's whiny. Yeah. Uh, my That's favorite part of that. this. My favorite part on this. So it says he 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 does a nice mixed metaphor. He goes, "I knocked it out of the park, and then I caught the ball myself." Which, if that happened in baseball, he would be out. <laughs> <laughs> if he knocked it out of the Dude, park, you just outed the, yourself. He would have tagged himself out by catching the ball. So mm-hmm. you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, punk. I'm just gonna call yeah. it. Did he also pitch the ball? Yeah, yeah. He he pitched the ball. <laughs> that knocked guy, I mean, it out of the park and caught it. I don't know whose team is on. If you throw it and then run off the plate to go hit it, that's got to be like a a bock <laughs> a bock uh. it's got to be balking yeah bock i don't know what that is a bock a bunt walk Wait, no a bock seriously b a l k when you like when you go to pitch the ball and then you step off the mound suddenly and and oh okay and the, and the umpire's yes. like i don't fucking like that that's a bock yes what a word yeah well, you uh, speaking it. of words uh <laughs> up next there was a clip of kurt hawkins talking about uh vince McMahon that we're going to go to a clip of right now michael tarver do you remember him from the nexus yes so in this huge, massive meeting, you know, he stands up and asks a question. Like, I don't remember what the question was. And Vince is at this podium in front of everyone giving this thing. And we don't know this guy from a hole in the wall because he hasn't been around. It's like his first loop, whatever. We're just like, holy shit. And then, so he asks this question, and then Vince responds by going, excellent question, Sheldon. And the place goes, the place goes fucking ape shit laughing. And Vince can't figure out, like, why we're all laughing. And then, like, it was just a, that... That's what I remember the most about it, because it was just like a fucking clusterfuck of a dumb scene. That's what I remember the most about. And JBL and Cena have that really cool like street fight in that show, which was taped the night before. And then they just spill out and do the finish, like on the live crowd. And uh, 
I remember watching in the back, and they do some like violent ass shit in that match, like with the car and like running each other right. over and like fire. Maybe I want to say and we're just sitting there watching the monitor in their back, and then like he, he, they were doing something pretty violent. And Mark Henry looks around and he goes, "Since when is murder PG?" <laughs> so uh, what I loved about this is um, the, it's the, the quote that you just played of. Kurt Hawkins doing a Mark Henry impersonation because like they were really pushing a PG product mm -hmm. of like John Cena trying to hit JBL with a car and Mark Henry saying like oh so murder's PG now <laughs> <laughs> also yeah. not to mention this ridiculous thing of Vince McMahon being out of touch and probably being racist uh, when he, when Kurt Hawkins says that Michael Tarver from the Nexus stands up and asks a question and Vince actually said <laughs> excellent question Shelton <laughs> yeah, Shel Shelton Benjamin another <laughs> black wrestler yeah and this is like this this shoot interview is from two very different people this shoot interview is from five years ago people still reference this on message boards <laughs> of just like every black wrestler will be called Shelton Benjamin as a reference to I didn't know what that was that's what that, that is that makes it extra fun isn't that ridiculous oh. classic yeah, yeah, yeah. classic so McMahon clueless. but hey Kurt Hawkins he's back now and face the facts, he is a jobber. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> hard what we all expected. That's a nice um, job and hard. Yeah, so, uh, and that's something that's great about shooter interviews is to see just sort of like the inner workings of like how weird of a figure Vince McMahon is. Yeah, what a bumbling sort not of like, what a, you not know. Not like bumbling, but, but just like. But when things like that happen to me, that's bumbling. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fair. Well, a lot, a lot of the business is built, I mean, it comes from uh carny culture and uh, a lot of those things s stay on mm -hmm. a lot of the the weirdness of the 80 the cartoon 80s culture stays on you know Vince McMahon just has all of these weird holdovers from an earlier psychology yeah. back when there were a lot of territories and whatnot right. and we've talked and, a lot about this out of yeah. touch sort of yeah. thing yeah and the, mm. just the business itself just has you know just strange things that just linger yeah um yeah i mean there's definitely i yes i, I feel like that's the that's what's keeping me back from liking wrestling a lot sure. except just like what is this we can't we can't all pretend that this is okay mm -hmm. but it, uh it is it is i think i'll say this is like one of course running any large organization is tough uh and just like the number of people like it's not surprising that you'd fuck up somebody's name <laughs> or not remember somebody's name yeah, yeah. that's not crazy but it is unfortunate it's like oh there are two black guys and you confuse them regularly and then and then yeah. on top of it he's just and then you know they they nail it too but like there's such inconsistency in the product they're like okay so murder's pg it's like yeah what is this like we we have to get i i know they want to be everything and do everything but it's like they have no fucking idea what's going on right it's it's hard i don't know he's a crazy old man <laughs> maybe they need the team maybe they need not one person handling all of it mm -hmm. so uh yeah like he needs an assistant or something yeah just <laughs> one person uh, at least so uh next there was a clip of jim Cornette talking about Vince McMahon that we're gonna go to another clip of not because it's best for business because it's best for his fucking ego because if you think about it vince mcmahon has the worst inferiority complex of anybody ever in history and the reason i say that is because he wants to prove that he will fucking do anything with anybody he will he will reconcile with anybody supposedly if it's best for business but just so he can get them under his thumb again and he can work with them again and he can prove that that they had to they needed him he grew up in a fucking trailer in north carolina that's why he hates southern people he never knew his father until he was almost in his teens he had a horrible childhood where he was abused He's 70 years old. He's a billionaire. He's still on that human growth hormone. He's still fucking bodybuilding. He's still fucking, he has no hobbies. He, all he does is work. 
All he does is want to make more money. He's a, got a massive inferiority complex, and he wants to prove to everybody that, and that's why he's always hated wrestling. Jim Cornette is just a walking shoot interview. God, I yeah, love oh this man. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> incredible. And, and, yeah, and, and so, Stephen, as you know, we've talked a little bit. He's like, so he's a former writer, booker, yeah. promoter, manager, commentator, yeah. even a, kind of a half He's wrestled a few things that you could say he's wrestled. <laughs> yeah. And now he's a podcast guy. He, uh, it, you know, and, and he's always got a ton of loaded language and he's conjecturizing everywhere. Yeah. But he, he does say that Vince has the worst inferiority complex of anyone in history. And he, you know, he gives his own version where he says that, you know, true or not, where he says that Vince McMahon grew up in a trailer in North Carolina, didn't know his dad until the That's teens, true. eight Southerners. Yeah. Yeah. He's on HGH in his 70s. You know, it's, I mean, most of it's true. Yeah. Most of it is true. I, uh, this is, uh, this is interesting because I, I, one, I do feel like I see a, uh, through Vince McMahon, uh, a man who thinks he's very small and wants yeah. to prove that. But I, when he was saying all this stuff, I, I used to work at this company uh, that was owned by a, a famous comedian who was mm. the exact same. Like uh, oh. every everything he said, like he he has a disdain for these people that you know whatever he he has to prove to everybody else. He has to he has to knock down everybody else. He wants to be when he said he said he wants to be the Walt Disney of wrestling. Yeah, mm. no joke. The, this person I'm talking about said that they wanted to be the Walmart of television, and I was like. <laughs> Nobody, nobody, nobody's excited about Walt Disney of wrestling, but nobody's excited about Walmart of television. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like this huge inferiority. I want complex. my career to be a rollback. Yeah, yeah, where they they knock down everything that ever opposes it and hate it and try to take it apart. And I'm like, wow, those guys are the same. I didn't know it. Uh, and he's all. Holy and this shit. guy is the uh, was the you know the CEO of this huge multi million dollar company. I was like, holy fuck, they're the same. I wish I had known. When and Vince McMahon is somebody that like he's is. His inferiority or complex extends to the point where, like, he doesn't call his wrestlers stars. He calls them superstars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that they seem bigger because they should be bigger than Hollywood. They should yeah. be bigger than whoever. They yeah. shy away from the word wrestling and wrestler. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports, they call it sports, sports entertainment, entertainment because he invented sports entertainment. Yeah. So use yes. the word that I created. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When it's like wrestling, Crazy. that's what they did in the 70s for sports entertainment. You know, it's like. Even though WWE is technically, even though it doesn't really stand for world wrestling entertainment anymore but it still does i mean yeah, it's like yeah. it's still in the name and they still use it but yeah go for it yeah. he has been uh, wrestlemania for christ's sake yeah he he has been a monopoly since 2002 was it so it's yeah. been like 15 years yeah. mm -hmm. and only now is he starting to allow wrestlers who didn't come up through wwe from the very bottom yeah. to be stars mm -hmm. uh you and know for the, the, the cm punks the daniel bryan mm -hmm. yeah the, yeah yeah, yeah, like all uh, every, all of the WCW people that came over, you know, b basically he did everything he could to hold them down because like, yeah, that's not me. That yeah, wasn't yeah, me. That was thing. some other yeah. guy. So, I mean, he does. Yeah, he clearly has this egomaniacal drive, which like clearly works really well for him. <laughs> Apparently. It's worked really well for a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. There's mm -hmm. like this insane ego inferiority complex. It can really work. Mm -hmm. uh, it there. doesn't mean it's healthy or good or <laughs> admirable in most ways, Donald Trump, uh, but it a is a thing that exists and it seems to work okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, up next we've got um, it's uh, Jimmy Hart talking about an interaction that the wrestler Nails Kevin Wascholtz had with Vince McMahon and um, wow. This is uh, Nails has said he hates Vince McMahon's guts. No, Vince uh, Nails is the one wrestler that's like legit blacklisted from WWE for yes. because he just punched Vince McMahon. Yeah, uh, apparently he, he cornered him and yeah, yeah hit like, him. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like he's a guy that um, 
the big boss man was a wrestling cop. He was a yeah. wrestler who was a cop. That was his gimmick. Yeah. And they brought in Nails to be a wrestler who was a prisoner. Right. There's a very natural angle there that we all understand. Sure. The, Wait, what is it? The, <laughs> the, you know the big boss think, man. You know what I think the, the angle is? I think they're gay together. That's I what think, I think. I think, they're a I think they have a gays. homosexual thing going on there. <laughs> but uh, I, don't really, each other. I don't really know a lot about uh, Kevin Watchholtz, but I know that he yeah. was, like I think, like a southern wrestler who, uh, when he got to WWE, he's definitely just like... He's one of those guys that was maybe a little bit too rough around the edges for WWE. I'd say so. <laughs> and um, so he attacked Vince McMahon and like, like genuinely like attacked the owner of the company. Wow. Physically attacked him. Mm-hmm. Cameras were not on for this. Wait, that wasn't re- in this interview, right? This was mostly just about how Hulk Hogan's a good dude. <laughs> Right? Am uh, I crazy? I missed it. Bit. I might have missed the, it then. Near the end there. Yeah. It's near yeah. the end. It's like, oh, he, you filling it's like okay, oh, he grabbed, he grabbed my balls or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And, um, oh, okay. Yeah, I can get it. <laughs> and then I think that Nails was one of the guys that he's since like in the steroid trial, he was like the number one guy that was like, yeah, Evans helped me, helped me down, made me eat steroids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did. He said that. Like, he's been like locked in a, he was locked in a lawsuit with them for like years. Yeah, yeah, That's awesome. So he's a guy that's like, He's like the only person that like will he like they will never show clips of him or pictures of him. He's like just erased from history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nails is. Uh, there's a little image in this video. Nails, I decided that he's the blonde, waxy Max M- Matt McCarthy. Oh yeah, he kind of looks. I like can Matt see McCarthy. that. Yeah, I blonde see it. Blonde and waxy. Look at that. So uh, then we had a clip of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat talking Dick about Vince McMahon. Dick blood. <laughs> Dick blood's all over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christ. Uh, Dick blood all over this show. Yeah, I mean, basically, he just got in trouble for taking paternity leave. Like, I think he's got a so- he's got a solid lawsuit on his hands. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it's tough because everybody in WWE is an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like this is why uh, 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 CM Punk. Being whiny, yeah, he is a little whiny. He sounds whiny, yep. but uh, he has a point that, yeah. like, none of the wrestlers are protected in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, and it's it's Vince. It is the whims of Vince. Yeah, you stay or you go based on how much I like you. Well, that's that's something mm-hmm. that sucks about like uh, I guess like long term freelance work. Where yeah. like you're kind of expected sort to of. kind of come in and show up and do a job, but yeah. it's like, but like you're full time with no protection. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like you're full time with no protection, and then it's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna have the week off for Christmas. I'm not paying you for that week, but yeah. you know, yeah. like you can't file for unemployment. So it's yeah, like he yeah. beats Savage for the IC title in like a classic match. Yeah, one of the mm-hmm. best matches of all time, WrestleMania. And 3. then he has to like drop it a couple weeks later. The fucking shitty honky tonk man. Yeah, because Ugh. he his wife was pregnant. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's having a kid. What a fucking bummer. But also, you know, don't have kids if you want to be the, successful in this that world. That I agree with. <laughs> don't have kids. But Vince McMahon don't is Don't rush guy into though. it now, Chan. Chan, you just got married. Right. Don't have kids. Don't rush okay. into it. Uh, Take it from us who don't have kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Vince McMahon's a guy that, like, he hates things that are out of his control, yep. and he thinks that everybody else is... The, he, he thinks that things that are out of your control are a sign of weakness. So he's a guy that, like, if he sneezes, he'll, like, swear he'll be like fuck like he, he's Tourette's guy yeah if uh if anybody sneezes around him he think he thinks less of them because they're we- they're weaker for sneezing what really no this is a real this is the people talk about in shoot interviews that's, sure okay i mean that's the most insane thing i've ever heard yeah uh, all right well i don't want to sneeze on mike uh because i don't want to be seen weaker so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back he's with sneezing. more he's gonna sneeze shoot interviews huh? he's gonna sneeze Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. 
hosts. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. Uh, up next, there was a clip of Rob Van Dam, the uh, Mr. 420 himself. Nobody mm-hmm. gets higher than Rob Van Dam. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. the uh, he was in the shoot. He talked about it. Man, it was great. This is a yeah. very interesting one. I like RVD. He really, you know, he had gone through ECW and he knew what the shit was like. And he's yeah. put in his time and they brought him in. And, and, and RVD is one of those guys that they did not create. They did not create, but they, they treated fairly well overall. They treated well. Yeah. And he had no problem going in and telling Vince. Right. Yeah. Except for, you know, he's like, okay, can I take a break? Like, no. Okay, bye. Right. He's basically CM Punk. If CM Punk were to the gills uh, loaded on weed constantly. Yeah, Yeah, no question. To the gills. (laughs) And the gills are up at the top of his head. I I can't blame him when it's like you're you're being told that you have time off for the holidays Mm -hmm. only to be like, never mind. Go to Iraq. That shit. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, dude, I definitely get it. And I even I'm saying it's voluntary. Yeah, I even get it that it's like there's a part of you that like wants to go. It's a good thing, whatever. It's like, you know what? I've just been gone for so I can't. Right. I can't give anymore. And they're like, fuck you. You hate America. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's like that. And it's also like it's volunteer, but you fucking have to do it. You yeah. Know? And yeah. then they said that the location switch and the security got worse. And that's I terrifying. Can't blame them. <laughs> and they were like, oh, never mind. This is really this is actual volunteer. Yeah. yeah. I'm RVD- a coward. I couldn't do it. RVD had a good Johnny uh, John Laurinaitis impression, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, also, we'll be entertaining the troops uh, in the fall. So come see us if you're at war. Yes. <laughs> All three of us are going to war. Robert Chance coming along. Yeah. No, no, hold on. I no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gotta, coming along. Hey, man. It's like volunteer, but like. It's yeah. volunteer. But you have to be there. Yeah, you have we're to, all yeah. going to do Johnny Ace impressions. Yeah. If you want hey, to do podcasting. You guys want to hear that? Some comedy. I mean. I guess if you're in the armed forces and you want us to do a live YSLW on your base, should we do this? What? Are you offering that? Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, I'd figure that out because it would be fun, but all right. Yeah. 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 If you're in the armed forces and you want us to do a show, we'll make it good. Why not? Oh, <laughs> we'll video. I'll videotape my portion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring Jason Wayne Christian to uh, do a match <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Wayne Christian will do a match. Jason find, will do it. He'll finally get his third time the yeah, we'll, bring, we'll bring Joan Ford in. She'll do episode five uh, with yep. her. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. That's great. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, uh, bring the, the whole gang. The whole gang. The whole gang. Be there, Pocket, Ted, Pocket Ted Cruz will be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> David Simon. Why am I persecuted? <laughs> David Simon will be talking about the latest horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah that latest horror movie being war. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, tweet at us. We'll make it happen. Why not? Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, next, there was a clip of Bruno San Martino. Who, uh, Bruno San Martino, he was the top guy in WWE in the 70s. He, had, he holds the record for, I think, holding the WWE title for the longest, yep. which was like five years or something like that. It's crazy. That was a time when uh, Reigns lasted longer because it was WWE was more like Lucha Vavoom where they only did a show like once a month. Right. So mm-hmm. it was just easier to keep somebody as champion for a long time. Right. Um, but uh, he's somebody that I think it was in the 80s. He basically like refused to do anything with Vince McMahon ever again. He just really didn't like the guy. He was another one of those guys that like whenever there was a trial or whatever, he would like speak out against WWE. Mm-hmm. And um, up until fairly recently, like the past two years, Triple H has really worked hard to kind of bring him back into the fold. Mm. Yeah. And now he's somebody that like, you know, will show up for roundtables and talk on stuff. And he's more invited as a part of the product, which is cool to see. But yeah, this I'm sure was uh, taken take in a period where he was not feeling good about Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and he's yeah definitely since mended his bridges and got yeah. inducted, like you said, in the Hall of Fame. Because, yeah, it's yeah, for years he was 
not yeah. on board, well, and they weren't yeah. on board with him either. And he he, he deserves his rightful place in the yeah. annals of WWE, no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was very tight with with Vince's father. Yes. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Just throw that it all out the window. Bridge kind of got burned. Yeah. Tragedy. Uh, next, we had Jim Cornette again. Oh, yeah. Let's go to a clip of this. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> hear it. Uh, what about when ECW went out of business? What, what was your reaction? Baked a cake. No. <laughs> you know, I will quote what Ole Anderson said to me one time. He said to me, Cornette, I used to think you were a dumb fuck, but so many other dumb fucks have come along that are worse than you. You've moved up the ladder without doing anything. I used to think ECW was goddamn embarrassing garbage wrestling, but after I've seen what's happening now, they've moved up the ladder without doing anything. I, uh, personal friends of mine worked there. I liked a lot of the guys there, and they had a lot of good talent. I find fault with Happy Heyman for fucking fostering an environment where people fucking mutilated and injured themselves for very little money in the overall scheme of things and exposing the business to more and more big dangerous fucking bumps to devalue everything that everybody does. And I'm sorry, nobody can talk me out of it. After I've seen XPW, UPW, fuck UW, and all that other shit, they look a whole lot goddamn better. But still, at the time, it was not my cup of tea because of they devalued everything. Yeah, walking shoot interview, Jim Cornette. God, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, did anybody catch it? He he quoted Semi Sonic's closing time in this. <laughs> yes, he said, I was like, "Am I every crazy? every new beginning comes from some other beginnings?" And then I was like, "Wait a minute!" I, I was I was very confused. I was like, I meant to look it up. Is like, is that a common saying before? Who that knew song, he was such you... a Dan Wilson fan? My God, <laughs> that was yeah, that was truly fantastic. Um, yeah, you know, there's also just Jim Cornette's funny to listen to. His voice, he's just got like, he's just, yeah. He's, he's like, you're exposing the business. He's just he so great? upset at every, he doesn't sound like a happy guy. He could be like, hey, I want a cheeseburger and a fr- order of fries. No, be like, no, there's fucking actually, idiot. There, is, no, there actually is a story. He, I think, attacked uh, like a Wendy's employee. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're laughing at violence. Our dream, no joke, is to get him on this show to yell at you. That's you kind of our yeah, goal. I would love to be yelled at by yeah. Jim Cornette. Yeah, he would just full force slap you if you said you. When you say I hate wrestling up top, he would just full force slap. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 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 actually, no. He didn't. He didn't attack a Wendy's employee. He just there's there's uh, audio or footage of him yelling at a McDonald's drive-through. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I didn't attack him, but I stepped on his nuggets. <laughs> and it's like a long. It's like he he, he spends five minutes just parked in front of this thing screaming at this drive. Fantastic, yeah. good man. So he's great. He's, but he, I he, love just, him. he talks about so much in such a short amount of time. Like he always gets in a lot of zingers and a lot of information, and it's somehow all the information comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it. yeah. He is like the uh, the flip side of the coin to Paul Heyman. They both know the business inside and out. They both run yeah. multiple promotions. They understand the psychology of it. And how to, you know, uh, talk about it. Yeah. And they yeah. have very strong opinions about everything. Yeah. yeah. Including each other, where he says that he doesn't, mm-hmm. he has fault with Heyman for mm-hmm. making guys go mutilate themselves for little to no money in front of no one. And yeah. it's just a little bit anti-Semitic. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dialed it down over the past few yes, years. Yes, he has. But, <laughs> yes, but there's, he has. there's a little bit in there. Yeah. There's always just a little anti-Semitic. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jim a guy that um, he... He basically said that if he ever sees, uh, what's his name, Vince Russo in person, he's going to, like, kill him. Oh, yeah, he said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so then next, this is another one you guys were really excited about, right? Kamala? Yeah, yeah, yeah Kamala, should, the Ugandan giant. Let's go to a clip of this. You should really cut to a clip of this one. I thought you were a millionaire. I mean, you know, I mean, you hear Kamala, the Ugandan giant, 
And the first thing I think, you know, you had, you, you man, you was everywhere. You get, you're all over the internet. You're all, you got your videos out there. You got your dolls out there. You also had, not only, you had other Kamala merchandise. I had all type of merchandise, but I still no money. And, and uh, I, you know, I say the same thing over and over. They say that my uh, merchandise was not selling. And, you know, it made me think back to when I, the last match, big match that I had in the WWF was with The Undertaker. I had two. The one in uh, England at Wimbledon Arena, about 90,000 people were there. I wasn't in the main event, but I was high up on the card. The Undertaker, who I have a lot of respect for, and that's the only way I would watch wrestling today is if, 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 if The Undertaker is on there. That's the only way. But The Undertaker deserves every dime. He got one half million dollars. Not knocking him, because I love the guy. But he deserved every dime. But what about me? I got $13,000. $13,000. So uh, the, the point that Kamala was making in this, and it's very sad. It's Kamala that, like, has become a sad story. Yeah, he was a very good wrestler. He was sort of one of those monster heels of the mid-90s. Um, in this, he uh, he talks about how, like, uh, the Undertaker was paid significantly more than him, even though they were on the same spot in the card. Uh, allegedly, according to him, 500K versus 13. Yeah. yeah. Woof. Which this, is ridiculous. Yeah. This is this is the sort of CM Punk thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck that noise. Yeah. That's like you you value, you value this guy this much more, even though we're doing the same amount of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not great. Um, the and, only and Kam- thing. And Kamala who is already playing a savage in WWE as it is. <laughs> yeah, the Uh You know, I mean, it kind of has every right to call him out on saying that Vince is a liar, a cheat, a racist. Yeah. Uh, at, at, the time of this, at the time of this podcast, he was indeed a truck driver. Kamala now uh, is a double amputee. <sighs> he had to get both legs removed. For what reason? Health reasons. I think, okay, I, think I, I, I was I wondering diabetes. if he was doing that thing where two feet outside the ring, uh, and he's just trying to win. Uh, what is it? Well, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. No, oh while God. driving his uh, truck. Yeah. <laughs> That's his way to win the Rumble. Yeah. I don't have feet, so I can't, like, I, I can't get at out. The t- at the time that he recorded this, I'm I'm sure that he was doing better health wise. Yeah, yeah. And something that I love about this is like, I'm not sure he challenged Vince McMahon to a match. I'm not sure we had to a fight, but I'm not sure if that was genuine anger or him trying to get a payday out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like that's that's something that like I love about wrestling is like there's you're always not sure of like, okay, like I'm sure he's genuinely upset. But is he does he genuinely want to fight Vince McMahon or is he like trying to work himself into a payday? Well, that's what I that's that's definitely what I was thinking when I was listening to this. Diabetes, diabetes and high blood pressure. Yeah. Not to mention he's also been he's also been through some tragedy. His uh, his youngest, his sister and his stepdaughter were murdered in the early 90s. Uh. He's been through some shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. YSLW podcast. (laughs) Hey, thanks for We're just trying to show you the the dark side of the business, Steven. Yeah, we're bringing the truth to y'all. Yeah. The psychology of wrestlers is fascinating because this is a business where you know like the matches are predetermined but a lot of these people are just actually smacking the shit out of each other yeah. on a nightly basis yeah. and uh you know that is how they 
think of things. That's how they deal with things. So it's it's not entirely clear whether Kamala wants to uh, um, get a payday out of punching Vince McMahon or if he That's legitimately wants to settle a score yeah. by, you know, snapping his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was which a- is why shoots are so strange and that they're so exclusive to this strange yeah. mm-hmm. circus vaudevillian world well, it, that is professional wrestling. And because yeah. wrestling has like gray shades of reality, mm-hmm. it's like you're never really sure when somebody is like turning the carny on. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that just doesn't. And like when somebody's trying to like put themselves over, it's like when somebody's like, and here's why, like I beat up Goldberg in a fight or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, <laughs> That's something that's just very interesting about it to me. And like an, an example of this would be we watched um, Ricochet versus Will Ospreay uh, mm-hmm. with Shane Hartline a few months ago. Um, after that, Vader was posting on Twitter, yeah. Big Van Vader, that he really didn't like the match, that he didn't agree with it, that he thought it was like hurting wrestling. And, and I'm sure there was truth in that. And like, and yeah, the, I'm sure there was truth into it. But like very quickly, they turn it into like, and I'm going to wrestle Will Ospreay. He like, himself into yeah, a match. Yeah. Like he got a great payday out of it. And then the day of the match, Vader like pushed real hard for him to win the match through like shady means. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure with the goal being like, oh, let's get like three or four matches out of this. That's crazy. It's yeah. I love wrestling. Like you never see that with like movies or like any other form of entertainment. And it's great. And I'm glad. I love it. <laughs> I, All right. I feel like you do sometimes not uh not in the front of it, but like the agents the uh, yeah. you know the lawyers and all that sure right a lot of, when the calls they make to those executives are like we're gonna fucking pull them we're gonna we're, we're gonna leave uh yeah. you know this whole thing's gonna get tanked unless you pay us you know uh, x number of dollars more yeah yeah but that but those but that laundry isn't necessary you know it, it it's it, different it, yeah. it gets in you know certain information leaks to the trades of course it's not quite but the show. but it, but it oh but the information leaks people aren't sitting down on a podcast or, or for a vhs tape yeah. being or a DVD like extra being like be you like, know what fuck this guy you know what i'm pretty sure the rock could really kick vin diesel's ass right. i want to see it check out for the fate of the fear you know like <laughs> fuck you jerry bruckheimer you piece of shit yeah like, you're exposing the down. business yeah. jerry exposing the pirates <laughs> But it's like, it's like you were saying a little bit ago, like talk about gaff tape, you idiot. Whenever it's filmed, it's a work. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like that a little bit with shoot interviews and it's great. Um, About gaff tape. All right. So let's uh, let's check out the next one. Yeah. So next one, uh, we had Todd Grisham talking to Vince McMahon. Let's go to a clip of that. And there were shows where I'm like, I am killing this. And I remember one time I was calling a match. It may have been next to you. I don't know. But I was I done all this prep work on whichever the, the, the guy was who, you know, he's getting up every morning and training. He does this, blah, blah, blah. I was all into it. And Vince goes, in my ear, while I'm still talking, are you purposely trying to suck this bad at your job? And you can't answer him because you're on that. You're on worldwide television. Yep. So, I, you know, the, the, the match goes on for another 20, 30 seconds. And then I start talking. And he goes, you know what? Shut up. Just shut up. Don't talk again. So I shut up for the rest of this, like, 15-minute match. And then the match ends, and he still hasn't said anything to me. So I'm like, I hit the button. I go, uh, Vince, am I allowed to talk now? He goes, not yet. <laughs> I couldn't talk for another five to ten minutes. He finally goes, talk. Todd Grisham said some interesting stuff that I did not expect. I mean, Todd, Todd Grisham was never uh, an announcer that I absolutely love, but he's not somebody no. that I hated either. I, you know, yeah, yeah he, he, was ter- he was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Josh Matthews terrible? 
Uh, see, I remember the first Tough Enough, and he was my guy. I wanted him yeah, to win. Same. Yeah. So when he, uh, when he didn't make it, I was like, oh, cool. He gets to he still gets to work. You know. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of people that if they don't have it in the ring, sometimes they just end up as a commentator or you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's interesting because he points about, he points out something that I think is uh, the the problem with WWE and Vince as the leader of that product is like you've got him talking in your ear, going like, "Don't say that like, say while this, you were that. while you're Constantly. commentating." That's that's already. Uh, if anybody's ever actually had to do like an IFB where they have that little thing in your ear, you tried to like talk and listen. It's fucking hard to do anyway. Uh, but and I know people can do it, whatever. But then just to have somebody like criticize you while you're in the middle of it. Going, you fucking suck at this. You're the worst. Why are you trying? Like, and up, still try up. to go. Like, man, what and a that's, nightmare. Well, like, that's like when Vince, when Vince McMahon is watching Raw, when Raw is actually broadcasting. Vince is sitting in a chair doing that the entire three hours. Right. Mm-hmm. He's, and he's like, and he's vicious with it. Like, yeah. like Mick Foley was a color commentator for WWE for only about two weeks because he was like, I just can't take Vince McMahon like calling me a fucking idiot while say? I'm... Mick Foley. Uh, Mick, oh, Mick, Mick, Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah, he didn't yeah. last very long. Yeah, you like, it was like a couple of weeks because, and he just was like, I can't handle like... While I'm trying to commentate, somebody's screaming about like, "Oh, you called you called him a wrestler, not an entertainer." You yeah, know, right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's, <laughs> a, um, that's yeah. a hard talk about right. the Basham brothers. But I mean, tell them about the Basham brothers. <laughs> but from uh, what I've heard, and like more and more, it's just like that's every aspect of any job. There is like, there's always a Vince McMahon sitting there going like, "You stupid son of a bitch." Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah that's tough. That's tough. Well, it's to like thrive. It's like it's environment of jocks where everybody that's not a jock is a nerd. You know. Yep. Yeah. And like, I also this was on Jr.'s podcast too, which I love Jim Ross's podcast. He was good. Yeah. He was really good. Jim Ross is so knowledgeable. He's he's so entrenched in the business as is the business in him. Yeah. Uh, It's it's just like he he just rattles off like information and gold. And it's always something interesting that he says. But a lot of gold. But I do love that Todd Grisham told him a couple of interesting things where he says if it was possible that Vince could be every single person on the show, he would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cameraman to the wrestlers. Yeah. To the announcers. And never sleep, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, said, quote, sleep is our enemy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he only sleeps a couple hours a night. <laughs> I mean, I can I can just see somebody. I, I don't know if McMahon drinks, but I can just see him, like, in a, like, a slightly boozy haze, just going, like, sleepers are our enemy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to live guy that, for 4.30 uh, a.m. Uh, I'm going to prove that I'm something. i got to call yeah, Jim like, Ross at 4.30. Like, have you have you, have you you shown or seen the wrestler Goldust, or we talked to you, to you yeah, about Yeah, I know Goldust. So yeah. Goldust... Uh, the way that that gimmick came up is Vince McMahon hadn't slept in four days and gold is his favorite color. So he was like, I know, we'll call a wrestler gold, gold dust. dust. <laughs> Christ. Like, he'll be a Hollywood guy. That's real. Wonder, you know what Bret Hart thinks about gold dust? Uh, I think he might be like uh, a little bit totally of homosexual, you know, kind of like a, <laughs> so, uh, like, like a, a vibe there. So uh, moving on, Tori Wilson. Tori yeah. Wilson uh, talked about how her first day in the company, she had to like strip down in front of Vince McMahon and kiss him in front of his wife or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Linda Ooh. says, just go for it. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, truly a nightmare. And then uh, and we had some clips from Raven, which was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raven, uh, what, what did he talk about in this chunk? I, I forget. Was, yeah. How he was more of a, being groomed to be a writer and a producer, and then how <laughs> almost all older guys got fucked over by Vince. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really? like, I, I could see that. That sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, and then moved on to Dave Batista with Chris Jericho. Yeah. yeah um, this, and Jericho's also got a pretty good podcast. Yeah. Who knew? Mm-hmm. People doing podcasts. Yeah, Dave Batista from one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, this was funny. This is yeah. an interesting yeah. story. Yeah, as they were getting into the PG era and they wanted no blood. 
Yeah. No dick blood. Yeah. No, yeah. no dick blood. Yeah. No dick blood. No head blood. No balls Don't cut blood. your dick open. And this, this is a story that I think Batista is a guy that started wrestling late and he's also like a bodybuilder. So he's yeah. something that the internet fans aren't going to like because he's not going to do crazy flips and stuff. Right. And um, he's somebody that yeah, got Christ. a lot of respect from from fans over this like one he wanted to blade to, because he it felt like it looked right in the match yeah and two he paid everybody's fines for it yeah yeah mm-hmm. like that's just something where it's like i don't know like he's you can't really good for being a pretty nice guy like a good overall. dude and a guy that like loves wrestling he does yeah. he really legitimately loves wrestling and he's just he's been put in some unfortunate booking situations where he's kind of been backed into a corner kind of like the you know being promised to win the rumble and go to wrestlemania as he did yeah but it happened at a time where they 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 booked him wrong and the daniel bryan thing was coming to a head at the time and so some yeah. of the situations he's been in before when even he was like why been, would you make me a face in this yeah have kind of yeah. been no fault of his own right exactly where it's like when he comes back is he gonna get a pop yeah of course but you got to turn him heel i mean yeah Batista is just a better heel always has been when he's somebody that likes wrestling so much that he was he pitched the deal to vince of like what if I just wrestle house shows and not on TV? That way I don't have to deal with the creative. I can yeah. just go out and wrestle. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, That's bananas. Then we uh, closed it out with Ryback, the Rybor. Ooh, just boy. Kinda, just kind of driving the, the main thesis of all these videos home by saying, Vince is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Right. So, like oh, yeah, yeah. And he says, yeah, yeah. Very explicitly, he says, F- to the public, says, fuck you, Vince, and fuck you, Kevin, which would be Kevin Dunn, WWE's uh, beaver-toothed director. <laughs> okay. yeah, Everybody loves talking about how big his fucking stupid teeth are. Yeah, People you, hate yeah, I mean, Kevin Jim Cornette literally calls him like a Bucky Beaver yeah, motherfucker. Bucky, Bucky Beaver motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> People Fantastic. fucking hate Kevin Dunn. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's had his hand in what WWE has... Please, well, he's, he's his, for he's better his, or worse, mostly worse. He's in his sixties and seventies, and you complain about like the look of WWE. He's that's the him reason for it. Yeah, Piece yeah, of he's shit. the director. Um, but a, a lot of motherfucking bitch, <laughs> Bucky Beaver, motherfucker. Can you even close your mouth, you dumb fucking bunch of shit. Wait, is this is this Jim Cornette? Is Jim Cornette <laughs> is he in the room? Are you closing our your Cornette impression? It's a, it's impeccable. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if we were running long, if we were running wrong, I would really want to cut to a conversation between Vince Russo and Jim Cornette. <laughs> Someday. Maybe one day that will Someday. happen. Yeah maybe, uh, yeah, maybe that'll be a bonus episode. We'll never <laughs> know. We'll never uh, know. But uh, great. So we watched this hour-long shoot interview. Uh, Chance, thanks so much for bringing it in. Yeah, um, let's, yeah. let's go around and I guess yeah. we'll rate this on, on level of interest on a concept from or, uh, from one to five Bucky Beavers, I guess. Bucky Beavers. Let me uh, well, I guess we don't even necessarily. This would be like a tough thing to rate. Yeah, I'm gonna just rate some final thoughts. I'm and, yeah. gonna I'm gonna give it sort of a rating anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that just because of I'm just gonna rate the idea of shoot interviews as a whole. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. They're five out of five. It's yeah. like you just don't get you don't really get it's this like anywhere. No like other forms of entertainment. No, like you can get trash talking. You can get rumors. You can get in-depth thoughtful interviews or you can get people ranting you can get cell phone videos of somebody going crazy and going on a rampage uh you can get coke fueled late night tweets but there's just something about how pure these shoots are that they're so exclusive and so unique to wrestling that you just you really can't get this version of this anywhere else and And they're like so crazy and they're like anywhere from 80 percent 80% 80% work, 20% shoot to 20% work, 80% shoot. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it is just, the, you don't know where the line of reality is. And that's really why I think 
wrestling wrestler wrestling personality hosted podcasts have become so popular yeah. and rightfully so because we essentially get a weekly dose from multiple people in the industry which are essentially shoots which you used to have to like kind of tape trade to get this yeah. stuff mm-hmm. or, or in the early days and the in the even more recent days of the internet but now that people wrestlers have all of these great road stories yeah and what the, their thoughts on people how the business works what's wrong what they think is shit what they think is great who they hate who they love mm. you just get this weekly daily monthly dose of people like shooting and it's 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 when, just, it's so unique to this business. Well, what's so cool shoots, is, I think, are amazing, and I'm so glad that you brought this in and we talked yeah. about this well, kind what's, of stuff. What's cool about them is like the fun thing about wrestling is how deep nerd you can get with it. And shoot interviews are like the deepest of the deep. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's Not just quite like K-fed. Yeah, you get the real info. <laughs> yeah. It's like where you're getting like K-fed. you know like where you're getting somebody <laughs> talking for two hours about how like Vince McMahon doesn't know uh, like you know Tarver's name. Like yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, so uh, Jan. Well, well, what do you or what like? a burrito is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like you're saying, this it doesn't happen anywhere else. The whole at the core of professional wrestling is this idea of you turned up to eleven. That's what uh, um, uh, Austin always says. Like yeah. that's that's how when he broke big was when he was able to just be himself, but just louder. And uh, uh, the shoot interviews kind of give you and it's like. It's like uh, bum fights if they were just just talking. Yeah, you have these crazy people <laughs> <Bum> negotiations, just, <laughs> just yeah. talking, uh, and and then you yeah you Great can go as deep it. as you want. You can get eight hour Raven videos where he says like how he would have booked uh, nineteen ninety eight to two thousand one, and you know, um, <laughs> and you get to find out <laughs> how people uh, actually are and uh, are. Yeah, there's there's such a, a a realness to all of them and an unrealness at the same time, uh, which yeah. is it's just goddamn beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. This video is like four and a quarter, but shoot interviews five. Yeah. And, I, the, and the fact that, like you said, which I love bum fights with. Yeah, that's great. Uh the fact that people like Jim Cornette and like Vince Russo, whether oh you like them or not, have an outlet now to just just rave on this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really fascinating. Even if you get to hear their thoughts or even if you don't agree with their opinions, at least you get to hear what you have to imagine are mostly true stories from these guys, which when, sometimes yes. the things you hear are bonkers. And so something that I love about them is they're so niche that the places that they record these shoot interviews are never nice. It's like the videos of them. It's whenever they see the video, and it's always like they rented a hotel room, and it's just like they're sitting in the corner of the hotel room at the Super Eight. Like, sorry, yeah. I got to turn off the air conditioning for this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that kind of thing where it's like there's even a level of just like seediness. If it's a nice one, maybe they'll have the, a sign with the name of the shoot interview place, like you know, taped to the wall. No, but nice. like, hotels are doll, uh, pay by the hour. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like yeah. Fox in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, and that's and it's not it's not by it's not by design to look gritty. It's just fucking that low budget. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I agree. Like this, I don't know. Like f- four Bucky Beaver motherfuckers shoot interviews as a whole. Bucky, Bucky Beaver motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Stephen, what did you think about this? Um. Yeah. Listen, there. Uh, I'll a hundred percent agree with basically everything you're saying. There is a fun element to this that is everybody likes this like shit talking, like hot takes. We love it. It's fun. Uh, but Chan, I think you really nailed it. Uh, you got to my core thoughts on this. Is like this is just like bum fights. And you're you know what you're right it's just trash man uh i'm not i'm not more enlightened after listening to this i'm not more 
Uh, I'm not proud of myself after this. Okay. This isn't a thing that I would consider uh, something that I want more in my life. It's really? like it's okay. almost like it's almost like Facebook in a way. You're like, oh, this is just such <laughs> garbage, but I keep going back to it. Carny Facebook. Like, it's Carny Facebook, and it's just it's such piss and shit. But you can't stop eating it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even gonna start my buffet. <laughs> like that's where I'm at with it. So I don't want more shoot interviews in my life. But I, I swear to God, if I hey, end up Steven. listening to more, oh, I'd be like, this is great. <laughs> you know what you got to do though with wrestling you gotta learn to eat shit and like the taste of it learn to eat shit and like the taste of it famous Vince McMahon quote yeah you gonna say something Chan uh, oh, yeah. it, just, it just occurred to me it was it's like um, uh, when I was a kid I was into X-Men and yeah. uh, a lot of the Marvel comics and they had the Marvel Universe handbooks which okay. were like uh, things that had you know like entries and descriptions of all of the characters in the Marvel Universe wholly unnecessary but yeah. if you yeah. like the Marvel Universe here's a whole bunch more of it <laughs> yeah. it's like do you really right. want to watch three pages about what Gambit's stick is made out of <laughs> yeah. Sure. sure yeah. yeah. you don't have to read between the lines we wrote a story in between these yeah. lines yeah. 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 Uh, so ultimately it's like I agree that this is fine and I'm not trying to say that I'm better than it or anything like that because I, I had fun with these don't get me I'm sitting, okay. There. Okay. I'm sitting there and going like oh yeah Vince McMahon's gay <laughs> is this at least? but fuck that this is terrible this is like a, a Oh, it's a one and a half, and I'm being generous. Fuck this shit. Don't watch shoot interviews. So really, you really fucking Povich you over really here. You really don't get anything. I, no, it's not. Okay. I'm not. It's, listen, it's, there's like entertainment to less, it. Do you like this more or less than matches? Um, I mean, definitely it sounds more. Less. Oh, yeah. it's more. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's. It's fun. It's it draws you in. But f- I don't like it. I don't want it to exist. You have I'm, a dirty feeling afterwards. Yes, it's that's like, it. yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I love yeah, it. Yeah. This is this is like yeah. Ugh, ugh. Well, this I is, say pile on the dirt, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, so Chan, thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank for you, Chan, for me. coming. Thank you so much for bringing uh, shoot interviews, Robert Chan. Where can we find you on Twitter, Instagram, social media, anywhere? You got anything you want to plug? Uh, at 999 RPMs at a lot of those places. Uh, I have it's a 999. podcast. 999 RPMs. Um, oh, I have shit. a podcast called uh, The Science Jerks. You can right. find it on iTunes and Stitcher and all of the places, boardwalkaudio.com slash science jerks. Uh, knowing is half the podcast. That's yep. right. Boardwalkaudio.com slash knowing is half the podcast. And uh, the new one, uh, The Regenerates, a Doctor Who podcast, should be out by this time. Uh, boardwalkaudio.com slash regenerates. Awesome. Right. And guys, please do check out those podcasts and listen to the science jerks, especially right here on boardwalkaudio.com. You can hear the three of us on the show in previous episodes. But they haven't necessarily had wrestlers in it. No, they haven't. So, I don't think you have. I don't know I if know. you have any wrestlers on the show. Uh, we Switch. do have a lot of quizzes. So if you're into mm-hmm. quizzes. Yeah, if, I like the quizzes if, on that show. If you started hearing multiple choice and you're like, oh, yeah, and you pulled out a piece of paper <laughs> and a pen while listening, mm-hmm. uh, Science Tricks is definitely for you. That's awesome. Why, that's one of my favorite segments of Science Tricks every time. I'm like, I don't know, but God damn it, I wish I did. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and if guys, of course, as always, don't forget to tweet at us with the hashtag Popozow. Steven, I got to ask you. Popo's out. It's a Brazilian ass shaker. It's in like Portuguese, a it means Kevin bring Federline your ass, song. get on the floor, move real fast. You don't, you don't even know that? Wow, good God. Don't you want to see some kitty and a little bit of titty? Want to know where it go when I'm in your city? What's happening? Kevin Federline! Oh was that what you made us play earlier? Let's get back to what this podcast is really about. Okay, Fed. Nonsense. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it back. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Steven. That. Yes. Oh, fuck. Mm. Do you love wrestling? All right. Well, then we failed again. It was fun to do anyway. It was fun. I feel like I walked in with the goal of uh, of you maybe enjoying just a little, just a sliver of wrestling. Did you enjoy just a little sliver of wrestling? Shoots would do it for him. I mean, I mean, like I said. 
It's like it's like eating popcorn. You're like, oh, I love it. It's That's so good. good. Mm. But you don't. You're not happy mm. with that choice. I am. If That's there's a what, shit ton of butter on it. Ew. Movie That's what makes butter? popcorn good. I don't eat it. Ten pounds of butter. I don't have Ten pounds of butter. Movie theater butter. I refuse. It's gross. It's good. It's real gross. It's fake. Well, thanks for listening, Robert Chan. Thank you for coming, right, sir. For coming. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Stephen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at youshouldlovewrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman. And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where guests and I sit in silence for 25 minutes, also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Be sure and like, subscribe, and give us a review on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Write some nice comments. Maybe we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.